Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome back to Irish Illustrated International. JP McGrath joined us ever by reporter Len Clark. And Len, they usually say the weeks after the National Championship game are the easiest weeks for guys like us, but Notre Dame did not get that memo. It's just been a hectic start to this off-season as Marcus Freeman begins to build his programme as the new head coach at Notre Dame. Um, we've tried to timetable a slot in both our diaries to cover the news. And then every time every time we did, more news came out and there's still a lot of stories to to break, uh, whether it be coaching-related or player-related. The craziness isn't over yet. Still some position coaches and a new defensive coordinator to be announced, but a lot to analyze here, Len. And I was originally going to try and take this chronologically to map out all these roster moves, but I just got a headache trying to figure out a linear design. So I'm going to send it over to you as someone who has covered Notre Dame coaching changes before. Um, how well do you think Marcus Freeman has done in these, in these first few weeks, Len? Well, JP, welcome to Notre Dame football. It's been a whirlwind couple of weeks after the Fiesta Bowl. Where do we begin? Well, let's go back to December. Brian Kelly announces that he's leaving for LSU. Marcus Freeman is tabbed by the players to be the head coach. A lot of the nucleus of the coaching staff stays. Continuity. They go into the bowl game. First half. What a great first half. And then it kind of fell apart. And then after the Fiesta Bowl game, that continuity is gone. Mike Elston departs for the University of Michigan. Running backs coach heads to Louisville. So that's the nature of college football, but how is Marcus Freeman doing? Well, he has tapped into his network, some friends that he has made over his college and professional career. But right now, a couple of key positions have not built, been filled, but let's, let's just concentrate on some of the coaches that have been hired. Most recently, defensive line coach and defensive run game coordinator Al Washington. He comes from Ohio State, played with Marcus Freeman. They go down and they get a wide receivers coach, Chancey Stuckey. But the biggest hire, in my opinion, is Harry Hestad, the offensive line coach, coming back to the University of Notre Dame. And so 
a lot of pieces of the puzzle to put together. But when you've got some big pieces like a Harry Hestat, the optimism, a little bit of that continuity remains. But JP, we haven't even got to spring drills yet. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I think Harry Hestand is where we can start. Um, of course, the offensive line coach here between 2012 and 2017, and he just has a litany of great offensive linemen in the NFL now, all pros. Um, it's interesting to see. Obviously, he was, he was with, with the Bears for the 2018 season, and it almost felt like he was coming back home. He had a, a Joe Moore award-winning offensive line in 2017. And you just spoke about it there, Len. It's, a, it's kind of like a nice mix of young younger guys like Chauncey Stuckey, but then experienced um, coaches like Harry Heastand, it's quite like a nice mix between youth and experience and energy. And I think the Mike Elson one, I remember when the story broke, I messaged you and you said, not surprised. Why did you have that sort of feeling straight away that, because I think a lot of Notre Dame fans were thinking, wow, he's, he's not, he's not getting a promotion. He's, he's going to Michigan as a martyr to still coach the defensive line. Why would you not surprised when you heard that news? JP, it doesn't surprise me for one of the things that you said, it's the alma mater. University of Michigan coming coming to call. But I think the main reason I said that, it's an iconic image of a close-up of Mike Elston during the Fiesta Bowl on the television screen, and he just looked like he was out of his element. You know, Mike did a great job with the line, but as a defensive coordinator, after seeing that in that meltdown in the second half, it's it just kind of said that he looked uncomfortable and here's a chance to reinvent himself, to go back home, if you will. Uh, the, the only thing that really surprised me the most is that he's got kids that were getting ready to go to high school. They're fencers. Notre Dame has the elite fencing program. It's high school starting in the college. Uh, the, 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 his children will probably end up going to Notre Dame, but you know, Ann Arbor is just a couple of hours away. But I really think that Mike saw the writing on the wall and here was a chance to go back home. So it didn't surprise me. Uh, but now all these different pieces of the puzzle have to come together to form the picture to, that Demarcus Freeman has visualized. And this is just going to magnify Marcus Freeman and his inexperience as a head coach. And so that is really the biggest challenge because every move he makes – is magnified now. A win in that Fiesta Bowl, it takes a little bit of the heat off. But JP, this is the University of Notre Dame. Once again, the Fighting Irish going out on a limb, hiring a coach, limited head coaching experience, actually none. But all the pressure is on Marcus Freeman right now. But the best thing he can do is to just kind of let people that they have hired take ownership, be responsible for that defensive offensive position, keep the continuity, recruit well, and just hope and pray that things come into place. Yeah, it feels like the the message he's sending, which he spoke about in his press conference, is he wants to not only hire great position coaches, but great recruiters. And uh, Mike Ellison has been a really phenomenal recruiter at Notre Dame uh, during his time there, being able to develop these three-star guys out of out of, um, out of of high school. And uh, a, lot, a lot of the uh, guys on the Notre Dame defensive line are now in the NFL. Um, but he brings in a guy like Al Washington, uh, like you said, coached with, uh, played with Marcus Freeman, coached the defensive line at Cincinnati. He was at Michigan, he where he coached linebackers. A lot of those guys he coached in the NFL now. 
seems like a really experienced dude and um one of the the i think the highest recruit of the 2023 class of five-star keon keely was super pumped about the al washington high and then you look at a guy like chancy stuckey who i have to say kind of came out of nowhere it seemed like jamarcus shepherd the purdue wide receiver coach as a contender and then stuckey just seemed to blow them away and does, does he have as experienced as other coaches no but He's got that what they like to call it, the 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 Darbo Sweeney tick. You know, he's he's a, had a lot of NFL experience, uh, both playing and some coaching ties, and he's a guy I'm really looking forward to because that wide receiver room it's it's thin. Only signing one guy, national signing day, so he's going to have a really uh, big task coaching those wideouts this year. Alan. Our colleague at Irish Illustrated, Tim Priester, actually talked with Brady Quinn who played professional football with Chauncey, and he said, you're getting a home run. You're, this is the guy who can get the job done. So that's great endorsement, gives a little confidence. Uh, and so now we'll have a chance to see him build that wide receiver room, as you said, kind of thin. But uh, JP, also in the offseason, I mean, everything's been magnified on the coaches, but the transfer portal has been very active for the Fighting Irish. They bring in a, a kicker from Arkansas State uh, to replace Jonathan Doerr or to – joined the kicking stable along with Harrison Leonard. They bring in a punter from Harvard. Uh, and But more importantly, on defense, you bring in Brandon Joseph, an All-America out of Northwestern, to kind of you know bring that elite status that Kyle Hamilton Hill had before heading off to the NFL, uh, the draft that's coming up. And so uh, that transfer portal is – you know, been kind of good with Jack Cohn coming through. We haven't even talked about the quarterback position. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks in the stable. You got Tyler Buckner and and Drew Pine, and so it, it, this is the this is the time of year where everybody's going to be a Monday morning quarterback. But uh, there's so many unanswered questions, so much optimism, and right now it's just sit back, let the coaches do their jobs, and put out a competitive product. So if you would have asked me. A couple of weeks ago, what does 2022 look like? I would have said it was a little bit brighter than I think it is now. So I think it's going to be one of those learning experience years, maybe a three-loss year. But with the talent that is coming in, the development of the uh, the players, any coach can do that. It's the recruiting that is key. And the one thing, JP, that is always kind of I've struggled with as far as recruiting is that Notre Dame should sell itself. You know, it seems like the, the recruiting is getting tougher and tougher. And, and you know, Notre Dame, it's that personality that needs to also be involved in helping recruit the student athlete. It's That's the old days where it, people wanted to play at Notre Dame. It's, it's you know, the, I, Notre Dame, I hope it goes back where Notre Dame can sell itself. Yeah, yeah. And I think they've done really well in terms of retaining players. I think Kevin Austin is... Probably a, a, a big loss. He was he was he was really the number one receiver last year. But getting guys like Jared Patterson returning, I mean that offensive line next year, Len with Joel, Blake Fisher, Jared Patterson coached by Harry Heastan. I'm already excited about to see what he's gonna be able to do to those kind of dudes. Avery Davis back. I think the biggest one is Isaiah Foskey. You know, he was a guy who we kind of challenged all the way back in spring camp of of twenty twenty one making that jump to the next level to match those physical attributes with a consistent performance. And he just had a, a, a breakout year last year, nine and a half TFLs, 10 sacks, six, four fumbles. And now after that season, you'd probably say, okay, day like late day two pick goes to the NFL, but no, he, he's coming back. He realizes that with this new defensive line coach with another stacked 
defensive line with the Adam Eulers coming back, younger guys like Riley Mills, Howard Cross, Jacob Lacey. That was a really big get for the uh, Irish defensive line because he was one of the standout players of last year. I'm a big Isaiah Foskey fan, and I'll tell you why. Because after the first press conference last year, I ran over to the, the library to file a report for Irish Illustrated. I look up, here comes Isaiah Foskey hitting the books. And he looked at me and he goes, didn't I just see you? And I said, I thought I just saw you. So just a great personality, a, a, a great player. And I really think coming back and having a, a, another big year is just going to increase his stock in terms of playing at the next level. Uh, but then Joe Alt, who has been named a freshman All-American, you've got Rocco Spindler coming in and Blake Fisher. That is going to be the strongest asset for the Fighting Irish going into 2022 buying time for Tyler Buckner or allowing him to get out of the pocket and run. So the big question right now is, you know, really it's, it's, it on defense is, you know, you've got some people coming back on the defensive line, but uh, really it's running back and, and, and getting, you know, that uh, a person like a Kyron Williams, uh, the wide receiver position. Uh, but you've got the, the elements of making a great football team. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see how fast they could progress. Yeah. I'm 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 really looking forward to the defense again, and I'm saying that, and and there still hasn't been no uh, defensive coordinator hiring. But uh, like you said, I think that defensive line is going to continue to be the strength. I think the linebacker core is really good. Getting a guy like Maris the EFL back will be huge. Uh, obviously, missed all of last year, and then that back end with the uh, All American um, safety in in Brandon Joseph. By the way, how smart is this guy? Undergrad at Northwestern, then goes to Notre Dame, and and the uh, and 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 the punter coming in from Harvard. I mean, that is just that's just crazy. But offensively, Len. It's going to be great to have a, an off. I think the offensive line in the second half of the season was a marked improvement from the first half, but still not to the level you expect of a, of a school like Notre Dame with its just history of a great offensive lineman. And then you've got three running backs there who are going to try and fill the shoes of Kyron Williams. But we haven't spoken about the quarterbacks yet. At the moment, you've got Tyler Buckner, Drew Pine, and the incoming freshman Steve Angeli um, um, are coming in. I've been kind of banging the table, wanting to bring another guy at the quarterback position in. You've, you, you're going to head into playing in Columbus, uh, the first game of the season, um, and you're going to go in there with three quarterbacks with none of them who have started a game in college football. And that's not to say that there haven't been an, uh, um, quarterbacks there for Notre Dame to target for the transfer portal. Do you think that they should look to bring in someone maybe like a JT Daniels who's going to be transferring out of Georgia to bring some experience into that very inexperienced uh, quarterback room then? Well, that's a very good question, JP. You know, I don't know. Tyler Buckner is going into his second year. Drew Pine, you know, is a junior. Uh, yeah, I think you've got to let these guys. They've, they've, they've bought into the system. They've been developed under Tom Reese. I, I just think bringing in somebody like JT Daniels is – you know, how does that sit well in the, in the, in the quarterback room? Uh, you, you, you've got some talent. You know, we, got, uh, we haven't talked about Braden Lindsay coming back and, uh, and Michael Mayer. And so I would say, you know, let's go with, with the people who are already there right now. That's what my gut says. Uh, you know, get a scholarship player in an area that can be developed over the next couple of years maybe another defensive lineman, you know, that could possibly seek five years and just to, you know, use it toward that. But you've got three very good quarterbacks and Steve Angeli is going to pit, uh, push Tyler Buckner. And it'll be very interesting to see how Marcus Freeman handles that. 
There are some advantages about not naming a starting quarterback until fall camp, but there's also some disadvantages as well. So anything that happens in the quarterback room, who stays, who goes, transfer portal, it's going to be interesting to see and follow, but we know that the offensive line is going to be good. I think it's imperative that Notre Dame really establishes a run game and JP, this is going to be, I'm going to throw this one out there. You know, you've got Jerome Bettis back on campus finishing up his degree. Will Marcus Freeman tap him and his expertise and maybe put him as a graduate assistant? You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, of course, the bus coming back to finish his degree. That's awesome. Legendary running back. And yeah, those three running backs are obviously great. I mean, Logan Diggs really caught on. Of course, he had a disappointing fumble in in the championship game, but you've got a nice mix there. You've got a big bruising SEC like back in Audrey Keston, man. And you've got the speedy um, Chris Tyree. And then you've got kind of Logan Diggs. You can kind of do everything. So I think you, you want to run game at Notre Dame. I remember that famous stat after the um, Oklahoma state game in the Fiesta bowl, the three, um, the three games in which Irish quarterbacks have thrown for the most passing yards, they ended up losing those games. It just shows Notre Dame has to have a consistent rushing attack and behind that offensive line. And with these three running backs, I really think that, it can be a good one. Maybe not Kyron Williams level, but I think they can definitely progress this year. Yeah. You know, back in the nineties when Notre Dame, it was run the ball, pound, 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 you know, throw pass every once in a while. And back then, boy, if the tight end caught a pass, it was like four games, you know, it'd be four games before a tight end caught a pass, but you know, everything is about high offense, high octane offense and passing and putting up big numbers. But more importantly, it's about winning ball games, managing the clock. And one way of doing that is establishing a run game controlling your own destiny. And so it would be interesting to see how the the running back position develops. And you've got three capable running backs to come in and dominate a game, uh, very big, powerful running backs with speed. And so JP, this is the time of year we're Monday morning quarterbacks, and it's just going to be interesting to see what happens come yeah. the spring game to find out who is spotlighted and put into the one and two positions. But we know that, you know, college football will kick off once again. And you know, late August and early September, and that big matchup down in Columbus at the Horseshoe is going to be marked on everybody's calendars. And uh, some speculation is that are they going to move that to a Sunday game over the the Labor Day weekend, and you know all of that. You know, don't worry about that. And I think what was funny a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Notre Dame players we had a chance to interview them, and uh, one of the questions was asked to Braden Lindsay and said, you know, what about this uh, game at Ohio State? And he goes, I really don't care. <laughs> it's like what's to start getting better right now we can't talk about that game let's talk about getting better and so it'll be interesting to follow i look forward to working with you and kind of relaying the information about the fighting irish to a uk audience but it's uh, a lot of questions that need to be answered coaching positions that need to be filled transfer portal is still open let's see what happens and we will be there to cover it every step of the way lane great to talk to you um, great to catch up great to um, give our fans over in the UK and around Europe this update and as always go Irish Podcast Network. 
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.